Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Do you want to do the thing for the beginning of the show? The disclaimer? Because I'm not doing it. You, you're the one that wanted to do it. So if you want to do it, do it. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen of That Story Show listening fandom, please note that today's episode may contain spoilers about the future of children's belief in Santa Claus. <laughs> That's it? Consider yourself warned. <laughs> Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Lexi Freiling, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, I'm Joshua. I'm Tristan. This is That Story Show. Plus, Joshua's a booger eater. (laughs) Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I almost <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people. This is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 364, brought to you the week of December 17th, 2020, the year that just keeps on giving. I'm your host, James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I've been eating way too many Christmas cookies. Really? (laughs) Any of them laced laced with anything that we should know about? I just got a little. I got a little tickled by that. uh, The the year that keeps on giving, and it does. It does keep giving, and Uh, I'm getting Christmas cookies right now. So, (laughs) well, good. Good. You know what? My daughter had a birthday and she turned 16. The podcast kid is 16 years old. Does that make you feel old? Mm. It should. Yes. Because she was just podcasting at two and a half years old just the other day. And um, she got an ice cream cake. And this is not sponsored, but she got it from Dairy Queen. And Mm. it was cookie dough. Um, ice cream with vanilla ice cream around it and it had this big uh cookie type thing in the center with fudge Mm. on top and oh my gosh it was so good and i think there's some left now that i think about it and i just get some i just sent them see my mouth is water now and and it's Mm -hmm. hard to talk with that 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 happening um but i just sent my my wife and daughter away on a girl's trip they, oh, they went to Florida, and I think they left the birthday oh. cake. And so, brother James, oh, that cake is yours, man. Yes, it is. Do it. It's just me and the boy, and and that's the way oh, it he is. Can't get none. No, he's not getting any of that. No, I'm not going to oh. remind him of it. If he doesn't think about it, that it's his fault. And you know what? He's got another family that he can have when <laughs> when, when he's older. He'll have a family, is what I mean. That's right. And that he'll be is the right. dad. And he can take advantage when and he can his send his kids off. Yeah, that's right. They that can be his cake. Uh, Good. Oh. All right, <laughs> that was unexpected. That has never happened before. <laughs> Not on purpose, at least. No. That one felt too good, so I wanted to share it with everyone. We always start <laughs> open with a story. This one's called the Gingerbread Man. So. It's the year mm. that keeps giving, see? And yes. Gave you a nice Never belt. What's going to happen in 2020? In the late 1980s, my family and I moved to Indiana from Tennessee, and my dad had graduated seminary and become pastor of a small church in southern Indiana. 
As Christmas time approached, my parents were invited to attend a Christmas party being hosted by a family from our new church. Of course, uh, there's there's always those people that have these big elaborate parties, you know. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I we used to go to one, and and uh, really? one year we were invited and we forgot to go, and <gasps> oh my gosh, I never felt like a piece of turd more in my you life. Forgot to go to a Christmas. We party? just forgot. And and how do you, we had to see him at church and it's like, how do you apologize for that? You can't, you're just like, no. we, we don't even have a good reason. Nobody died. We, you know, we, we just, it's not, it's not even that we didn't want to go. We, we just, just forgot. forgot. <laughs> we forgot well, about that you to us? and your family and your house and your lights mm. and all your decorations and the dinner you cooked oh. and everything, all of the treats and the bag that you were going to send us home with, oh, we forgot man. about all of that. And <laughs> it was terrible. I never got invited. We to had that to Christmas move. Party. We moved away. <laughs> we we moved to St. Louis. And oh. that, that was part of the reason. <laughs> we, no way. <laughs> no, but we that did move. <laughs> and then that's the only way we could get it behind us. So. Yeah. Well. Sometimes you just got to start all over. Yeah. It, and that one's one of them. You're just like, okay, hang it up here. St. Petersburg is not our home anymore. We can't do it. We can't do it. Anyway. I remember Christmas parties. Christmas parties. All right. My siblings and I were left at home alone with our oldest brother babysitting us. <laughs> my, my mother promised to bring home a plate of goodies since we were not able to attend. So all night mm -hmm. I pondered what goodies my mother was going to bring home. Being the resident uh -oh. sweet tooth in my family, I was salivating just thinking about it. The thought of sugar cookies, Rice Krispie treats, mm -hmm. candy canes, chocolates, yeah. and other confections danced in my mind all night. So I couldn't wait to pounce on the plate of goodies when my parents got home. And the moment they arrived, my mom placed the aluminum foil wrap plate on the table, and I explored its contents with glee. Once yes. opened, I noticed a particular item on top of all the goodies rested a thin red ribbon with a small gingerbread man shaped cookie attached to it. Uh, mm. To me, it looked like a craft like you would make in vacation Bible school. There were little mm. holes in each cookie that the ribbon threaded through and then there was all tied together at the top. Mm. So my eight year old child brain immediately thought of wearable candy such as ring pops and sugar candy bracelets and necklaces. So I picked up the oddity and sniffed it and a lovely sweet ginger smell came out. One would even say it smelled exactly like Christmas quote unquote. Yes. So pleased by this revelation, I decided to take a bite. <laughs> it was <laughs> awful. Oh no. It was bitter. It was salty. It was not at all what I was expecting. It tasted like anti-Christmas. So I immediately spat it out and started searching for anything to get the foul taste out of my mouth. A few moments later, my mom comes back in the kitchen and I tell her that the gingerbread cookies are terrible. And with a look of distinct confusion on her face, she examined the plate of cookies and said, sweetie, you just ate the potpourri. No, it was, oh. it was the, the mother had made some homemade potpourri. And why, but why she plated it on a, a plate of cookies still baffles me to this day. Well, she had to bring it home. She had to bring it home. She just put it up on top. She never thought anybody would be dumb enough to think that Joker was real. Anyway, ever since oh. this incident, I use discretion every time I approach a plate of Christmas goodies so I can avoid any additional trauma. Merry Christmas to you and your families. God bless Bill from Indiana. <laughs> well, Bill, Thanks, I hope Bill. you learned a lesson, man. <laughs> oh no it smells like christmas it tastes like the devil <laughs> tastes like anti-christmas <laughs> that's the best <laughs> smells like presents on fire or it tastes what have i bitten into see being a good boy i would have said oh this this is cookies delicious Crunch. and then i would have given up christmas cookies for the rest of my life oh uh, uh. because i would have felt like i can't say a bad thing about this cookie because you know I might not ever get another one. <laughs> Things were rough in your life, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, let's rewind the week. Rewinding. 
All right. So I already told you my daughter turned 16, so there's no story yeah. there. You know, it's just she's driving. She passed her test on the day. Um, She's got her license. She's driving all over everywhere. It's it's crazy times. Um, So instead of boring you with that information, um, <laughs> I just want to I, I, I don't know. I, I want to share an annoyance with you that I okay. have with my city. Okay. <laughs> People know that I'm, I have a love hate relationship with St. Louis. As Not I as think, you love to hate it, right? <laughs> I, I, I mostly love to hate it, <laughs> but the advertisers that use the bull that own the billboards or rent or, or, or lease them um, yeah. are trying to get this thing to become a statement that people use when they talk about St. Louis. They want us to start saying the loo. Really? Yeah. Like like the Brits do. Yeah. Like girlfriends across the pond. There's literally a, 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 a thing on the side of the road that says banking. That's good for the loo. And it's good for the loo. Oh, okay. You know, like, like in the, the St. Louis, you know, the loo, but I yeah. can't, I've watched too much British television. Yeah, and I know the loo <laughs> okay. is the flipping bathroom, and yeah. so I can't get behind this. Budweiser's like you know, born and bred in the loo. <laughs> <laughs> How right you are! How right! <laughs> I can't do it. I can't get behind it. It's good for the loo. Well, great. Great. What are you advertising? Pepto Bismol? <laughs> I don't know. You know. Toilet seats are good for the loo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Charmin Ultra Soft, good for the loo. Uh, oh man. So yeah, I don't I don't get I'm not getting behind this the loo thing. And I know I have no rug to stand on because I was not born here. I was not raised here. I and they got a thing about that. If you are, if you're not from the Lou, if you're not from St. <laughs> Louis, then you you, you don't it. matter. You can't talk about it. But Dad Gummit, I live here. I pay my taxes, and I don't want to call it the Lou because it's, it's I don't blame it's you. It's spelled L O U, but you know it sounds like L O O. Yes, exactly. And what are our friends across the ocean going to think about St. Louis? When they hear that you call that place the loo. The loo, the bathroom. I say it really is quite the bathroom over and, there, and isn't now it? Now that I've thought disgusting. about it just a little bit, maybe I can get behind it if I think of it as the bathroom. Because hmm. this place is the loo. <laughs> it really kind of is. All the, well, the, apparently your alleys are all the loo because, I mean, that's where everybody Do you goes. know that we were recently not only... We're, we're, are we the most dangerous city in America? Okay. We own that, 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 that title there. We got that one down. Oh, congratulations. We, yeah. Yeah. We were, we were voted the most sinful city in America. Really? Yes. That's yeah. shocking. Yeah. They went down all of the big seven deadlies and we, okay. we rank highest in all of them. Wow. Yeah. I thought that Las Vegas had that market corner. No, we're better. We're better at sinning than than Sin City. Wow! Yeah! yeah. Wow! Yeah. We the got seven deadlies, and you all, guys all the high. moitas we got going on, and and all this stuff. You know, we're just homicide maniacs over here. So you know, it sounds like it's, your city. It's good for the loo. It's good for the loo. It is to, to be the most sinful city. So. Hmm. Congratulations, I guess. Anyway, so don't don't say the loo to me. Don't I don't live in the loo. I live in St. freaking Louis. <laughs> do, do the like the newscasters and everything, the local casters call it the loo? I don't I, I'm sure they are trying to do it. And maybe it's been something that's gone on for years. You know, the city's uh, t- uh, 250 years old. Maybe it's maybe it's an old thing. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm the new guy. I don't know. But it's on the billboards all of a sudden. It's on more than 3 of them that I could think of. And it's like I I'm not a part of the loo. I'm sorry. Well, James, your attitude is good for the loo. <laughs> it would work. It would work in the loo because I'm ready, I'm ready to go. And that well, that works for the loo. That works for the loo. Yeah, I mean, because when you need to go, the loo is the place. That's right. 
<laughs> could be a really more a brilliant marketing campaign for travel to St. Louis. Yeah, we'll just become everybody's toilet. That's it. You just don't even visit St. Louis. We're just a bunch <laughs> of porta potties. It's a place you stop on your way to somewhere else. When you need to get out and go, go to the loo. Go to the loo. Yeah. We got we're, we'll mm. just manufacture toilet paper and that blue juice that's in in the in the toilets. That's <laughs> whatever right. that is. Isn't that what is. they put in the Budweiser cans? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, I don't know what they do. I I tell you though, you keep you keep dogging out alcohol. I I'm 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 not an alcoholic by any means. I don't even drink, but I'm gonna tell you, I love living near the the Anheuser Busch plant because I love the smell that the plant puts off. So really, yeah. Oh. The hops, What's it smell like? It smells like yeast and hops and well, brewing, I, and I don't know. It's just a great smell. And and my stepdad and my real dad both worked at Anheuser Busch, the plant they called it in Saint in, yeah. in, in Jacksonville. And yeah. so the only time I would get to smell the plant was when we were going to pick up one of my dads, you know, whichever one we were living with at that time. Right. And uh, right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so now though, I I've just come to associate that smell with a with a good feeling and i yeah. get to experience all the time especially when it's overcast and this and ah, the, yep. the, it can't go anywhere and it's just because i'm literally a block away i live a block away from the plant so it's uh-huh. it's nice and i can see the lights they they decorate the place for christmas and it's this yes. old 200 year old building and it's it's beautiful so it's good for the loo and and it's where the the clydesdales live and so i get to see clydesdales every single day do they do they march out and drag no, the big? Guy? But they wear oh, okay. they wear red uh, jackets when it's cold out and uh, and stuff like that. And the trucks are do out they there. They have like names for Donder and Blitzen and stuff like that. They do have stables with their names on them. Yes, but it's not like the Nixon and Vixen and no, Blitzen and no, no. I'm sure they have names. I don't. But Wilma. There's nobody glowing, if that's what you're asking. No one's <laughs> giving reindeer games a, a try or anything like that. Those those Clydesdales don't fly? No, no. And the dog's oh. out sometimes, too. So. Oh, really? There's but, a dog, too? Oh, the, the polka-dotted dog? Yeah, yeah. The Dalmatian. Yeah. What do they call the Dalmatian? Yeah. Yeah. Is there 101 of those? There's just one. Sorry. <laughs> really pulling it out, aren't I? <laughs> I can't thank for thoughts. Ah, uh, so what's up with you, man? Man, it's been just such a fantastic week. Uh, it, the school had half days, and like kids are just excited, and um, life life is good because they're all going on break, and life is good for me because they're all going on break. <laughs> <laughs> and today was the last official school day of 2020. Oh. Uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, they, they're going to be on Christmas break from, from here on out. And so it's, it's been nice. And, um, but, but it hasn't been very exciting for, you know, weekly update stories, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I mean, I could tell you how a kid tripped over a light last night and (laughs) fell on him, uh, but I didn't actually get to see it. So there, there, there could have been some laughter or tears. I don't know. Was, Um, was this a Christmas play kind of thing? No, this was just a party for for our youth group. Oh, okay. I, something happened. One of the kids, I think he, he got too hot in the room, and uh, and he just passed out and knocked the oh, light over. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's great. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. But he's fine. He's fine. He's good. Huh. Um, yeah. Well, if he was a middle schooler, he would have busted his face open and he would have had stitches and his friend would have done the stitches because his friend was a doctor and <laughs> lulls. It would have been lulls. great. Yes. Yes. Some exciting news, though. Our 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 football team for our school here, they're they're like uh, runners up for the state championship. Oh, wow. They're playing the, the next big game is tomorrow. And if they win tomorrow, they're they're going to the state championship which is a big deal mm. uh for for us so we're pretty excited about that there's a lot of buzz around the school a lot of excitement and yeah so that's that's fun yeah but uh how yeah. are the how how is the pro trump crowd there in your neighborhood going how are they handling life yeah that's you know it's interesting nobody nobody i mean i still see the signs out in the yards and stuff like yeah. that which i don't know if they're still holding on to some <laughs> sliver of conspiracy hope like they're going to redo the elections or something but right. 
I mean, nobody talks about it. It's just like, okay, well, whatever. We're just moving on. Oh. But, you know, I get on social media and I see like, oh, we're, we're fighting, holding on for the last. We're releasing the Kraken. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just... I, around mm-hmm. here, though, in Georgia, I guess Georgia turned into a blue state, possibly over the, uh, the last election. Yeah, I, I guess remember. so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I probably should, uh, but I just don't care. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I just know we have a calm person, a nice calm person now in in there. And I, I do worry a little bit because I read the other day that he was playing with his dog. And, huh. and 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 twisted his ankle, and I'm oh. like, homeboy's not even president yet, and he's already falling <laughs> apart. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of people's concern from some of the folks I've talked to here. Is like, he might not make it for you. <laughs> we might have a lady president in a couple years here. Yeah, and I don't have now. Listen, I have no problem with that. I actually think that would be great. The problem I have is, I wish, I hope it doesn't happen because. I want her to be voted in. Right. Just right. just because of his, his story, history and stuff. Right. I want you know, right. we had a black president and that was awesome and he was voted in. He didn't yeah. he didn't just happen to twice to get bumped in there on accident right. kind of thing. And I hope the first female president gets voted in. I I don't, you know, it's just the thing with me. I hope, I yeah. hope she's voted in. I know what you mean. Because that, well, that would just be better. It would be better on the books. So. Right. Well, technically, she was voted in. I mean, she was the second name on true, the ballot. True. That's true. That's one way to look at it. That's one way. But we've already killed the president in our little conversation, so we're going to on. <laughs> we better not get any phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. If Listeners, if you would, just keep your mouth shut. That would be great. Thank right. you. He's Thank you. fine. We're, we're praying for him all the way, because that's what we do as followers of Jesus. We pray for those in the leadership above us. That's so. right. That's what John does. That's what we're all doing. right. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's why I don't care. Uh, listen, we have an email. Uh, we get those, and people like us to read them. So I, I'm going to read them to both of you, since uh, both of us, since it's for both of us. James and John, you may have already been told this by now, but after listening to the Thin Red Line episode when you talked about the bad Christmas songs, I realized that I've got some bad news to relay to you. You were talking about the song Christmas Shoes, and you mentioned that you thought there was also a movie. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, yes. not only did they make a movie, they made a sequel. Oh, no. Are you serious? It's called The Christmas Blessing. Okay. This movie follows the events of the boy, Nathan, who bought the shoes as he's now grown up. And he's played by Neil Patrick Harris, of all people. Oh. So who questions whether to continue being a doctor or not after losing a patient on the operating table, but ultimately helps a young boy who somehow has the shoes from the first movie uh, with terminal with a terminal condition, fulfill his dying wish of donating his liver and the shoes to Nathan's love interest. <laughs> Whoa, wait a second. Wait. I know. That's why I'm I thought surprised he, Neil Patrick Harris is in this because he's supposed to be better than this. So, Well, I just, there's a plot. Is, doesn't the kid buy the shoes for his mom so that she can wear them in the casket, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't she get buried in the shoes? How did that kid get them? Well, we never saw the first movie. Maybe the mom made a miraculous okay. healing. Maybe the shoes are magical. We don't know. I've never gotcha, seen gotcha. them. So, You're right. I didn't even consider that. I just always assumed she died. But this boy has them now. So anyway, okay. oh, and the guy who bought the shoes in the first movie buys a house in this one. But wait, oh. the fun doesn't stop there. Two movies <laughs> just simply isn't enough to contain the explosion of Christmas phantasmagoria. There is a <laughs> there's a third part to this nonstop action adventure. In, it's a trilogy. In the Christmas hope. I couldn't find much in the plot for this one, but it it seems that Nathan tries to find the parents of the kid who died on his operating table in the previous Ooh. movie, not the liver kid, but the first one. And he, <laughs> not the liver kid. <laughs> he eventually does, and after discovering that death nearly destroyed the marriage, he helps them look for their daughter who ran away from home. I assume everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> Gosh, there's a lot of drama surrounding these shoes. Yeah, man. There's also something about a movie called The Christmas Choir, but I don't think it ties into the trilogy. Who knew mm. so much content could be produced from a single overplayed heart-rending song? Matthew 
Titterington, uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. P.S. Did I mention my church did a full-length play of this story back when the song first came out? (laughs) My little brother played the shoe kid, and I had to listen to him rehearse that song over and over. I'm obviously not bitter at all. (laughs) Uh, Man. Thank you, Matthew Titterington. Now I feel up to speed. I don't have to go look it up. Thank you for having the coolest last name in the world, too, by the way. Titterington. Titterington. <laughs> or unless it's I would, I would I would be kicked out of every place that I went into if my last name was Titterington. <laughs> I just I would just say it all the time. Hi, my name is Mr. Titterington. How you doing? Yes, call me that. Uh, party uh party of five for Titterington, please. <laughs> Over the, the Cracker Barrel loudspeaker. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We are the Titterington's. Yes, yes, we are. Oh, uh, Quick announcement. We need intros. You know these things. Hi, I'm Joshua. I'm Tristan. This is and that story show. Yeah, so we need some of those. <laughs> so get out your phone and pull up your sound recording app and just say something like that. Hi, this is blah, blah, blah. And you're listening to that story show. If you want to get creative, get creative. If you don't want to get creative, believe me, I just want a name and an intro. That's it. So if you want to just hear your voice on the show sometime, send it to our, uh, I'm sorry, thatstoryshow at gmail.com and uh, we'll put it up because we need a new one every week. And I, that was my last one. And I I went back in the archives, didn't I, John, for that one? Yeah. I remember recording that a long time ago. Yeah. Those weren't my kids. Those were a couple of the kids in my ranger group. Yeah. Who are faithful listeners to the show. So. Really? So they got yeah, to hear themselves. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yep, they did. Twice now. So, you know, grab your kids. Some people twice. grab their kids and, and have them say stuff, you know, or, or, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. If you have a talking snake, that would be kind of interesting. Ooh. So, you know. Parcel tongue. Yeah. And you're listening to that story <laughs> show. So that would be pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I want to thank a couple of patrons. We have a couple of new patrons this month. Uh, Kellen Uh Klein and Jacob Holloway. Thank you for $5 a month. You guys rock. And we appreciate our patrons. We love them. And we wish that you would become one. So go to patreon.com slash that story show and become a patron and get bonus content and a sticker mailed to you and a hug and a kiss virtually. Um, Virtually, yes, because COVID. Yeah. And it would be virtual anyway, I promise. So, yes, I'm not completely. weird like that. We have some iTunes reviews I would like to review with you. Uh, this one's from Albert Awesome the second. He says, it's great. When I have a terrible day, I just have to listen and I'll be happy. Oh, right man. when I finished listening to the episodes, you guys started posting again. For sure, this is a five-star podcast. Also, can you bring back the old weekly update sound with your friend saying weekly and then someone else saying you shut your mouth and then the person who said shut your mouth gets punched? You know what? <laughs> I went looking through, uh, uh, what is it, 13 years of audio to try to find that clip for you, <gasps> and I could not find it. I could find the, the guy saying uh, weekly up, update, but I could not get the the clip weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do this. Whoosh, uh, update. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole thing. Wow. And uh, I couldn't find it. So anyway, hmm. tried. Sorry. Am I going to have to isolate it off of one of our old episodes where nobody's talking over it? I uh, guess so. I guess so. That would probably be the one way to do it. Um, All right. We got another one here from Kai. He says, hi, amazing podcast. I'm weird. I listen to the podcast on random. That is weird. That is odd. Yeah, weird. But I'm glad that we're random. I mean, we can be listened to on random and it doesn't bother you too bad. And then we got one from SSAN2 who loves us so much. They gave us a one-star review. (gasps) One One star. star? It says, not worth the hype. (laughs) This podcast came highly recommended, she says. I clicked on an episode to see what it was about. And one of the first things they scream is, there's no Santa Claus. I don't even remember this, but apparently we did. Uh, wow. One of the first things that we scream too. Immediately. I turn this garbage off. It says family friendly and clean yet. They say stupid stuff like that. Okay. Second. (laughs) First. (laughs) Stupid stuff. (laughs) First of all, 
What is unclean about saying there's no Santa Claus? I, I don't understand. And secondly, listen to this. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. All right, if your kid mm-hmm. is 10 and up and still believes in Santa Claus, that is a problem with you as a family. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The Wait, wait. What? Okay. Okay. Oh. Let me process that. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> no, keep going. John, is there anything what? you need to tell us? Well, I'm I'm a believer oh, in the spirit okay. of Santa Claus. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But maybe maybe uh says San who's getting so upset about us. Maybe they shut it off too early because maybe what we really said there's no Santa Claus in the loo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, oh, anyway, she says I will never <laughs> recommend this podcast to anyone ever. What a waste <laughs> of time. I'm so oh. glad my children weren't near. Well, I'm glad too, because yeah. their, their little snowflake hearts would just melt away, and mm-hmm. and your whole family would have been destroyed. Because <laughs> <laughs> no I said there was no Santa Claus on a podcast rated for, for kids eleven and up, so okay. or ten and up, ten and up, yeah, ten and up. Oh, well, you know, I, I I know that there are some people. I don't remember when it was that I finally came to the conclusion about the validity of santa claus in my life but uh i i I do feel bad that uh that somebody has a friend that would (laughs) not take their recommendation about (laughs) (laughs) whatever it's so great because i know she called that friend back and she's like that that garbage show that you said was so great overrated I can't believe that they would say stuff. It's supposed to be family friendly and clean, and there's <laughs> there's no Santa Claus just out there proud of us. Proud it. of it. Proud of it. Uh, well, it wasn't even us. It was one of the guests that we had on the show. Uh, who doesn't? Who knows? Who knows? I'm what sure that we came to his defense. Random episode she was listening to that, that screamed out. <laughs> well, now we've done it again. So this will be somebody okay. else's most hated show. There's no Santa yeah. Claus, people. There isn't. There's. There's not. But there is. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that elf on the shelf. Stupid elf on the shelf. <laughs> Let me tell you about that elf on the shelf. That elf should be in a toilet, not on a shelf. Yeah, that's true. Because that elf is a jerk. You know, my grandmother my house. did elf on the shelf way <laughs> back before it was a thing. She just had one of them, and it was sitting really? up on top. It was sitting up on top of this this painting with a big frame, and it just sat there every year. And one time I asked my mom, my grandma about him. I said, what's the deal with this elf? And she says, oh, he he looks at you and, and tells Santa about your behavior, basically. What? And I was terrified of that elf because it never moved. It just kind of looked yeah, cockeyed to the side. And it always was hugging its knees and just sitting up there on top of that, <laughs> up on top of that painting on there. And it, and it was telling Santa Claus about me and I didn't like it. I don't know how it became a, a beloved Christmas tradition, but back then it had know. a dark side. So, My parents, I don't know how they they bought onto that, but I mean now they're slaves to it because every year I hear about people like, oh, I got to bring that elf out again. Yeah, and the kids are like, oh, Elfie's coming back, and then parents are like, oh, that elf's got to come out and ruin things in our house, and I got to move them every night. <laughs> we did it too, but we did it with stuffed animals, and I loved it. I loved mm. every bit of it. And the last year we did it was the best year of all because I created all these things out of cardboard and, and, uh, and, and, and uh, hot glue. And um, they had decorations. I made them look like characters from Harry Potter and made them into cops. And they were arresting uh-huh. other stuffed animals. And it was just all kinds of stuff going on. They were, they were roasting one of them over a fire one night. <laughs> and... <laughs> Because it was, was his name it, Chester. It looked like a little marshmallow, so I thought, "Hey, that's the idea for tonight." <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, so, when did your kids stop believing in the elf on the shelf? Just a couple years ago, and uh, okay, it was it was a pretty dramatic thing. Um, I might as well. Let me tell y'all a story. Okay. Okay. Let me tell y'all a story. 
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The worst dad ever is what this is called. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a new one. The worst dad ever. But first, before I get there, I have to tell you about today's sponsor, okay? Okay. Okay, let's do this. Uh, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your life goals? BetterHelp will assist your needs and match you with your very own licensed professional therapist. I've tried it, and it's true. Everything about this is right. Connect in a safe and private online environment and you can start communicating in other in under 24 hours. It's unlimited texting back and forth with your counselor and you get counseling appointments. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling with real counselors. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, which is now online anyway, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide and there's a broad range of expertise available which Uh, may not be locally available in your area. That's what I liked about it so much is if I uh, had a specific issue, I could find a counselor because you choose your own counselor and you pick them based on what they're good at. It mentions that. You don't get that from a business card or from an ad in the yellow pages. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. So join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And thank you, uh, BetterHelp, for sponsoring uh, everybody's favorite podcast. We appreciate it. Yes. All right. So again, now back to the story. Back to, yeah, back to the reason why you need betterhelp.com. Yeah. My son needs it. <laughs> or your kids need it. <laughs> Sign me up. All right. Dad. So here it is. It it has nothing to do with Christmas. That's the weird part of the story. Is it's oh. all about Santa, but it has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> oh man. My son okay. had lost a tooth. And we do the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. And so he places and he helps the tooth fairy. He he has always been so good. He puts the tooth in a plastic sandwich bag and he places it on a location in the center of the room, <laughs> not under his pillow, because that huh. is too hard for the tooth fairy to get, to, get to. Yeah. So he's always been real good about putting it out in the middle of the room. And so he'll pull his, his desk chair out from his, his little desk and he'll place it there. And, and then he goes to sleep. Well, <laughs> me... I was ready to go to bed and um, apparently I didn't wait long enough. So I go sneaking in there and he lifts his head. Dad coming. <laughs> and Uh-oh. and I'm, I've got, I've got ten, five bucks behind my back and a bag <laughs> containing a tooth. And so <laughs> I talk him down and tell him to go back to sleep and lay down and he's half asleep anyway. And so he does. And I, I made the choice. I could have put the tooth bag down and walked out. And probably everything would have been fine. But see, I didn't do that, John. I didn't do that. I, I mm-hmm. went ahead and went for the juking and the jiving. 
and I, I kept the tooth and I put down the fiver and I walked out of the room. And before I even got halfway down the hallway, <laughs> my son started this horrible, mournful, crying sound. Just, Ooh! oh no. <laughs> and I knew my, cre- my crest was fallen because I was like, oh my gosh, I've done it. I've ruined this. This childhood is over right now. It's happening. You blew it. It's terrible, and it's it's my fault. I've killed a part of my son's life. His soul is dying. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so I went back in there. I'm like, what's wrong, buddy? What's wrong? Still trying to play it off. You all came in here, and the tooth fairy, and then $5, and it's not real. And I'm like, no, buddy, no. You don't understand. See, the tooth, because I played it up big in my house man mm. i would text the tooth fairy to let the tooth fairy know and he would ask me did you text him because i want to make sure because one night we forgot and i was like holy crap i gotta cover this up somehow and i said i forgot to text him and so from that year <laughs> forward i i always got asked did you text the tooth fairy and i would always say yes and it would help me remember to do it and um ah. but anyway I I ruined it. I went in there and I tried to cover it up and he's like, no. And I finally said, okay. All right. All right. Jay, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's just, it's just a game we play, buddy, because we love you. And it's and it's just been something fun and magical for you to believe in. But it's it's not real, man. And I, you know, oh. you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And we, we love you and and you know, we just wanted you to have fun and part of growing up and getting big. You know, he's not believing anymore. And he goes, <gasps> and, I was, and I knew it. I knew it was coming because I was trying Uh-oh. to stay away from it. He's like, that's not being said. It's not really. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, that's a totally different thing. It's a it's totally a different, different thing. It's a different yeah. magic. It's different. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not. It's, it's not really. Oh. And I was, I, I came clean. I ruined everything about his childhood right there. I kept trying to tell him what I told his sister because what I told his sister got, got a hug. When I told his sister, oh. she wanted to know. She's like, dad, you have to tell me, is there a Santa Claus? And I'm like, you really want to know? She, her seven-year-old self said, yes. Yes, I do, daddy. And I said, oh. I said, sweetheart, everything we've done, we've done because we love you and we did it all. And she goes, oh, and she reached for me and gave me this huge hug. And oh, it was just this big bonding moment. So good. And it transitioned from childhood into a little bit of, 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 of adolescence there, you know, and, and just, yeah. and, but Jay, no freaking way, dude. It was oh, like, I told man. him that Santa Claus died in a, in train fire. <laughs> 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 Santa Claus, he used to be real, but uh, now <sighs> he, he was real, but now he's dead, and he's he's actually out in the front yard, and he's in, he's in several pieces because he is his sleigh ran into a train and it caught on fire, and so it's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Rudolph's head is dead. Everybody is dead, and and you're the worst dad. I'm the worst dad ever. And Jay didn't take it well, and the stuffies. Uh, uh, all the magic that we did with them came out. And, and so, you know, I used to be a guy that was like, oh, it's okay. Cause you know, Christians, they argue about whether it's yeah. a good idea or not to do Santa Claus. And I was right. always the one that was like, I think it's okay to do Santa Claus. I changed my mind. It's not okay. It's okay to do it with some children, but you're never yeah. going to know what child until that day comes you're never going to know if you've got the good child or the child that can't handle it until the day <laughs> right. comes. So right. I don't know. I don't know if you should do it or not, people. If you have babies, you make up your own mind because right. one of them one of them took it like like it was the most amazing thing and she felt so grown up that she knew. And the other one just was clinging to childhood like a madman and mm. uh, and 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 wanted that magic to stay real, you know? And so I, I I don't even want to take him to Disney World. I'm afraid, afraid he'll see the zipper on the back of Mickey Mouse's head. You know, yeah, I'm afraid. So anyway, ah, uh, but regardless of what families choose, you know, whether they promote the idea of Santa Claus as a real person or not, 
we'll be here to set the record straight. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Santa Claus. Just, by the way. Yeah, so uh, just maybe we should give a spoiler alert at the beginning of the show. No, now. no, just send us some <laughs> hate mail. Characters. Hate <laughs> us on on YouTube. I mean, on iTunes. Just yep, hate us. Star. I would rather have Not the hate the hype than than have to kiss that behind. No, just oh. go ahead and hate us. I would yeah. rather be hated than have to to do that. So, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're listening to this show and you got babies, that's on you. <laughs> we're gonna have to we told a you disclaimer for the beginning we told you rated e for everyone 10 and up. we told you and told you and told you and yet your baby still found out santa claus wasn't real from my show that's on you that's totally your fault so but he could be he could be real <laughs> i'm just gonna say I mean, I'm not going to hold. I'm a 45 year old man. I'm holding on to that. Smooth it out, man. (laughs) Smooth it out, John. All right, let's do a few stories while we still got some time. Oh, wait. There we go. That one. All right. This one's from Lauren from Louisiana. She says uh, she's got one called Tumble Trouble. I'm a new listener to your show, and I'm so happy I found it. It's hard to find good, clean comedy these days, so thank you for all that you do. Well, you're welcome. My story okay. is actually my sister's story, but it's so good I can't not share it. Uh, to avoid confusion, I will tell it from her perspective. So it's like we've just transitioned to sister. So Yes, now, good, uh, good, good. Back in my college days, when we lived in a tiny, cheap apartment, every week I had to carry my, our laundry down to the corner of the public coin laundromat. You could throw your laundry into an open machine, put in enough quarters, start the wash, wait around till it was done, switch it to the dryers, and put it back in your baskets and carry it home. Around here, it was a well-known fact that you needed to stay near your machine while it was washing and drying due to the fact that sometimes people would go through other people's laundry and steal their stinking clothes. Oh, man. So Seriously. However, I was waiting for an important call that would come any minute. And when my phone rang right near the end of the drying cycle, I quickly stepped out of the noisy laundromat to answer it. Well, it was not the important call I was waiting for. So I went back in to get my clothes and I was gone for just a few minutes. When, and when I returned, I heard the obnoxious buzz that indicated that it was done. So I quickly gla- grabbed my clothes. I threw them in a basket. I hurried home so as not to admit the, the important call that I was expecting. And when I got there, I decided to start folding clothes while I waited for the call. And my yeah. husband was studying at home. And he decided to take a quick break and help me fold the clothes. And we were deep in conversation about some deep uh, (laughs) philosophical topic he was researching when we were folding the clothes. And we were getting more and more into the conversation when I reached into the basket for the last article of clothing and suddenly realized that I didn't recognize this T-shirt at all. (laughs) Uh i looked at it with its giant dallas cowboys logo on the front and then at my husband who's from colorado and asked is this yours and he looked at it (laughs) with a puzzled look he said definitely not and then i looked at the shirt that i had folded before this one and i realized i didn't recognize that one either and we both looked at our piles of clothes and realized not a single piece of the clothing we had folded was ours. Underwear included. Uh, how do you not know? <laughs> we looked at each other and oh, we, dis- we instinctively and frantically threw all the clothes back in the basket, making sure to undo all the neat folding we had just done to avoid <laughs> suspicion. We ran the basket back to the laundry mat and threw the clothes back into the empty drying machine. I quickly located my own clothes, grabbed them and ran back home. Fortunately, I did not see the rightful owners of the clothes I had accidentally stolen. But unfortunately, in the panic of our little adventure, I missed the important call that I'd been waiting for. Maybe (sighs) it was karma. Thank you for all your hard work on this awesome podcast. Hope this story makes it on the show. Lauren M. from Louisiana. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) She was so concerned about Somebody stealing her clothes that she stole somebody's whole load <laughs> and folded it and unfolded <laughs> it and took it back. And those people that those clothes that she stole, they're probably like, somebody stole my laundry and they just went home. It's probably still sitting in the dryer now. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's hilarious. Mm. It's 
That's great. That's great. One of the joys of sharing things. When I read this next one, John, I thought of you. So okay, I figured you'd get a kick that's, out of it. That's why I get to read it. Here we go. Foot switch. This comes to us from Patrick. All right, I, Patrick, have decided that I will try to send you a hopefully funny story each week here is this week's. Oh, he's got a First challenge for us. He's That's... got it. Yeah, it's weekly. I mean, hey, Patrick, bring we'll, it on. We'll see how you do, man. But first, you need to know some backstory. I run the screens, you know, the songs, verses, sermon, PowerPoints, etc. I do that for our church's main service. Okay, that's enough backstory. Oh, good. <laughs> to the point. Yeah. He says, I was running up, I was up running slides, and because I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to get there, I was sort of tired. So I stretched because it felt good. My foot accidentally bumped the switch that turned off the computer we run the screen <laughs> from. And it looked positively horrible. Because as you know, when a computer disconnects from the screen it's connected to, you get this big blue screen or searching for transmission kind of thing. Well, fortunately, it was during the sermon. So I doubt the live stream artist. <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> and because it was during the sermon, I didn't miss any of the song slides. So there's that. Thanks for taking time to read this. Patrick, the person wishing that there is a cover for the switch on the computer. <laughs> you ever done anything like that? Mm, yeah, kind of. I uh, uh, I didn't intentionally force a reboot on the, the computer that was running PowerPoint or ProPresenter. But, <laughs> but it um, happened anyway. I've done it. And, uh, and there's this one. I know I've mentioned this before. ProPresenter has this, this option where you can pull in live video. Mm-hmm. And if you're running it from a laptop, it pulls that live video from the, the little camera on top of your laptop. Oh! <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were doing church. This was years ago. But uh, I accidentally hit the live video button. Uh... And I'm watching the, you know, the output screen. And then all of a sudden, my face shows up on it. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I dodge out of the side <laughs> and get out of the shot of the camera. And I put my hand over the camera so I can turn off the live video. <laughs> they were praying in the church at the time. But oh, good. People that don't close their eyes. Right. And so what they saw was my shocked face looking down at them. <laughs> That's great. That is great. Yeah. I have never heard that one before. So that really? was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I disabled that feature. I think that was on... <laughs> Pro Presenter 5. Uh, yeah, I turned that off. Yeah, when would you ever want that? Ever, you know? Well, like, you ever want the, the tech guy's face to just randomly show up on the big screen? You know, because that's what it would be. It would be the one controlling the slides. So Yeah. My uh, moment to shine has finally come. Now they know the face of the person who controls the songs. Uh, uh. Yeah. All right, this one's called The Day I Broke Into the Church. Ooh. And it's from Teresa, a female, oh. a female criminal. Uh-uh. Hi, guys. I just found your show. I was listening to the episode Bunny P and raiding the church <laughs> kitchen. And this one will top the Tostina pizza story. So, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I was a college freshman who lived in a dorm across the street from this huge church. I used to attend as a child and my family <laughs> moved away when I was like 12. I had to work the weekend and I got off on the afternoon and my sister told me that she and some friends were going into the church into the afternoon to practice some music and she should, uh, I should come join them. I hadn't been inside the church in years. The front doors were locked. I went around to where the fellowship hall was and I found a door open. I couldn't help uh-huh. myself. As I remembered the incredible potlucks they would have after church, there was always uh-huh. food left over, desserts, etc. The ladies would put it in the fridge for the office staff to have during the week. And I hadn't had lunch, and I was starving. <laughs> now, I had noticed a lady that appeared to be the pastor's wife showing a couple around the sanctuary with an opposite, uh, the fellowship hall, separated by a large foyer and windows. And I realized that they didn't know that I was there. And I figured if my sister was there, I would have heard her playing the piano, but no piano meant she wasn't there yet. And here I was standing in the fellowship hall all by myself. I figured I would at least make my visit worthwhile. So I checked the kitchen door. Of hmm. course, you little sinner. Yeah. <laughs> Make it worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, sinner. I'm at church, so I might as well do some sinning. You'll <laughs> get forgiven quicker here. Yeah, yeah. It was locked. So undeterred, I checked the roll down window. You know, those <laughs> in those older churches, they have a oh. the roll down window. 
where they put the food out, I was able to raise it up. So with my eyes on the prize being a, 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 a my prize being a loaded refrigerator, I shimmied over the counter and I pulled the rolling window thingy down. This person has gall to to for, yeah. for miles. Shimmying over the counter <laughs> to were, pull the window thingy down. There were no lights and it was very dark. So I fished around to where I thought the lights were and I was about to turn them on when I heard the door to the fellowship hall open and people talking and I stopped uh, moving and I listened. Boom, boom, boom. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what? I know I heard something in the kitchen. Are you sure? <gasps> yes. Okay, my heart starts racing. I'm in there. And there's no good explanation of why I'm going to be there. <laughs> and they don't know me anymore. So I'm panicking. <laughs> I moved to where I knew there was a door to the women's restroom. And still in the black darkness, I slowly pushed it open and slid inside while the door to the kitchen is being unlocked. <gasps> the bathroom is so dark. I'm feeling my way into a stall. And yes, I wait for it. I took off my shoes and I climbed up on the toilet. So that they couldn't oh. see me if they tried to look. Even oh as I'm typing goodness. this, I can't believe I did it. As I'm crouched <laughs> down in the toilet in the dark, I can hear them talking. There's no one here. I know I heard someone. Notice, <laughs> notice something turned into someone. Maybe they went to the bathroom. There's no light on. And then I heard this and I would have busted out laughing if it had been so terrified, if I hadn't been so terrified, you know, sometimes they get away by climbing up to the ceiling. I'm, th I'm taught, I'm thinking to myself, if you're looking for someone in a dark bathroom and you don't see any feet on the floor, once you get in the, turn on the light, the logical explanation is that they must've gone out the door or ran off. But no, may I remind you pastor's wife and a couple of, 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 uh, both the pastor's wife and the gentleman had gone to look elsewhere. So one oh nightly, one highly inquisitive and albeit brave or stupid lady commences to turn on the light in the bathroom <laughs> and open it ever so slowly each stall door. So that was clear as mud there, but she's basically oh. going down each aisle, each, each stall and opening each door. Kicking I'm them in, open I, to see if there's anyone behind them. I'm in the fourth one down <laughs> and I'm hoping beyond hope that she will give up. And I mean, yeah. really? What do you think you're going to find? Then she came to my door. <laughs> and just as I'm about to explain my precarious situation, she screams and everyone comes running. And I tried so hard to explain myself, but to no avail. There is no explanation. <laughs> no. What are you doing hiding in a dark bathroom sitting on top of the toilet so your feet don't show? Um, I, I leave to go back oh. to the dorm across the street. And I'm telling my friends what happened and they can't believe me. And then there's a knock <laughs> at my door. Campus security was called. Oh. And again, I tried to explain my situation. You had no explanation to situate. You, you, <laughs> you broke you into broke the into church the trying church. to get free food and they caught your behind. <laughs> That's so good. Fortunately, <laughs> they knew my sister. Perfect Miss Goody two shoes. Yeah. Well, at least her two shoes didn't up in a toilet. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> and I figured that since I was related to her, I couldn't be that bad of a person. They figured that anyway. So I took a stern warning and that was that. Now, honestly, oh. you can't make this up. Thanks for the stories. Oh. Love you guys, Teresa. Goodness gracious. Wow. Goodness Teresa. gracious. See, that incredible there's an alternate universe where the lady goes down and she opens the first door. She looks, there's nothing. She opens the second there's door. Here. There's no one there. She opens the third door. There's no one there. And as she starts to open the fourth door where Teresa's at, one of the ladies says, Sister so-and-so. And she yeah. turns around and she leaves. And she Teresa leaves. is able to leave, but she Her gets racing. She gets to get out of there and she gets yeah. free. That's what's supposed to happen in the movies. But that doesn't happen in real life. In real life, your butt gets mm. caught. <laughs> and then you have to explain so awkwardly why you were hiding in a dark bathroom. Like some homeless person in a, in the bathroom. I just wanted some goodies from the fridge. Okay, that's no excuse. There's no excuse you could make that would make what you are doing seem normal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was I heard something. No, someone. Uh. <laughs> that's an awesome story. I I felt like I was watching a movie. Oh. Uh. Tell you what.
That means we are out of time for this week, guys and gals. Believe it or not, it went by very, very quickly. Um, listen, have you ever had a funny life story? Do you have? Have you ever eaten gingerbread man shaped like potpourri? <laughs> potpourri shaped like a gingerbread man. Have you ever grabbed and folded someone else's laundry, including their underwear? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever wished your feet didn't move so much so they wouldn't turn on the entire projection system at church? Or have you ever broken in to a church to see what goodies they had in the fridge and got busted? Well, whatever your story is, send it, email our audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts if you hate us. And if you like us, whatever. We don't care. <laughs> we don't we're care sorry. today. We're just we're just being butts. <laughs> uh, thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to producers James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Hubay, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today. Patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, uh, painful happens to you, or if you get stuck in a church and you don't know which way to get out, uh, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, I'm about to get busted because this isn't a movie and this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next time. There's no Santa Claus. <laughs> there could be. Are you mad? You mad yet, lady? <laughs> oh, next thing you're going to tell him is the Easter Bunny isn't real. Yeah, too. There's no Easter Bunny. What? That's right. Oh, come on. Right. It's your parents. It's all your parents. In ventriloquists, they're really doing the voice for the puppet? Yep, absolutely. Sorry <laughs> to break it. your heart, John. It's a precious thing, but I had to do it. Man. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.